Bible Fellowship Church devotional designed to make sure you've got the spiritual nourishment that you need during this difficult time of COVID-19 social distancing. The scripture we have before us today is 1 Samuel chapter 10, verses 1 through 9. And the word of the Lord says this, Then Samuel took a flask of oil and poured it on his head, the head of Saul, and kissed him and said, Has not the Lord anointed you to be prince over his people Israel? And you shall reign over the people of the Lord, and you shall save them from the hand of their surrounding enemies. And this shall be the sign to you that the Lord has anointed you as prince over his heritage. When you depart from me today, you will meet two men by Rachel's tomb in the territory of Benjamin at Zelzah. And they will say to you, The donkeys that you went to seek are found, and now your father has ceased to care about the donkeys and is anxious for you, saying, What shall I do about my son? And then you shall go on from there farther and come to the oak at Tabor. And three men going up to God at Bethel will meet you there, one carrying three young goats, another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a skin of wine. And they will greet you and give you two loaves of bread, which you shall accept from their hand. And after that, you shall come to Gibeath, Elohim, and there will be a garrison of the Philistines. And as soon as you come to the city, you'll meet a group of prophets coming down from the high place with harp and tambourine, flute and lyre before them, and prophesying. And then the Spirit of the Lord will rush upon you, and you will prophesy with them and be turned into another man. Now, when these signs meet you, do what your hand finds to do, for God is with you. Then go down before me to Gilgal, and behold, I'm coming down to you to offer burnt offerings and to sacrifice peace offerings. Seven days you shall wait until I come to you and show you what to do. And when he, Saul, turned his back to leave Samuel, God gave him another heart. And all these signs came to pass that day. This is the word of the Lord. We want to discuss a crucial difference today, a crucial difference. I wonder if you've noticed in reading your Old Testament that there is a strange pattern emerging from the stories. It never seems as if the firstborn son receives the blessing. The secondborn son always seems to be the one chosen to, re- chosen to receive it. Not Ishmael, but Isaac. Not Esau, but Jacob. Not Reuben, Jacob's firstborn son, by his first wife, Leah, but Joseph, Jacob's firstborn son, by his second wife, Rachel. You know, the pattern is striking. And when we ask ourselves why this is so, it dawns on us what's being represented. It's not going to be Adam. It's going to be Jesus. It's not the first man, but the second man that would be our Savior. All through the Old Testament, God was establishing this pattern. And we find that pattern again here in 1 Samuel. We've just read the story of God's choice of Saul to be the first king of Israel. Later in the book, we'll read that God chooses David to succeed Saul after Saul's manifest failure in the kingship. Now, when we reflect on this, we may be led to say, okay, I get it. Not the first, but the second. So that must mean that God set Saul up for failure so that he could keep with the pattern, right? Well, no. When we examine the story of Saul's anointing that we have before us today, 
And then we go over to the story of David's anointing. We find the unexpected. Saul and David each received every gift from God they needed to succeed in the kingship. They were both given exactly the same gifts. And yet, as the story develops, Saul's failure becomes obvious and David's triumph inevitable. What was the difference? If both these men received from God the same gifts needed for success, why did David succeed and Saul crash and burn? Well, the answer is in 1 Samuel 13, 14, when God said to Saul through the prophet Samuel, But now your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart, and the Lord has commanded him to be prince over his people, because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you. So the difference was not in the gifts, but in the man. Saul did not have a heart after God's own heart, but David did. Now, what is meant by this phrase, to be a man after God's own heart? Well, it's fairly simple, really. Saul loved the gifts that God gave him, but David loved God himself. God gave Saul a new heart, and Saul loved himself. David had a clean heart given to him by God, and David loved God with all that heart. Saul received a portion of the Spirit from God, and he kept it for himself. God gave David his spirit, and David used the gift to glorify God. Years ago, someone shared with me dog and cat theology. I wonder if you've ever heard of it. It goes like this. If you find a starving dog on the street and adopt him, take him home, feed him, love him, one day he'll look up at you and say, wow, you must be God. But if you find a starving cat on the street, adopt him, take him home, feed him, and love him. One day he'll look up at you and say, wow, I must be God. See, the difference is not in the gifts, but in the heart, and that's the crucial difference between King Saul and King David. So the Old Testament exhibits this pattern, but what we often miss, even in our own day, is that this pattern continues to be observed. Some people who go by the name of Christian aren't really interested in God himself. They just want the gifts. They want eternal life. They want enough possessions. They want pleasant comforts in life. They want prestige and power and influence. I suppose that we all begin our Christian lives thinking this way, but God forbid that we should remain that kind of Christian. Christian maturity is when we lose our lust for the gifts of God and find our satisfaction in the giver himself. So what kind of Christian are you? And if you find that question convicting, maybe it's time to ask for a heart like David's. Maybe it's time to ask God to give you a heart like Jesus' heart. Perhaps we can use David's words from Psalm 51, 10 through 12 as our prayer today. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me with a willing heart. Hear our prayer, Lord, for Jesus' sake. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us again today. Join us here Monday through Friday for more devotions from the BSC pastoral staff and join us Sunday for our online services. Please visit our website, bfcsebring.com, for more resources. 
Follow us on Facebook, BFC Family, for service updates and other helpful articles. Stay safe.